Hi everyone. And today we're going to talk to Marianne about co-parenting through the lockdown. And I know a lot of people are really struggling with this at the moment. I personally had to deal with it as well and have a conversation with my ex-partner. It's hard enough to deal with separation and divorce under the best of uh, environments and now we're really stretched right now. So today we're going to talk to Marianne and ask her advice on how we can structure those conversations and have much better and healthier outcomes for our families and everyone involved. So Marianne, thank you for joining us. A pleasure. So Selena, what, I, what I'd love to do first is to start the conversation coaching you about your experience. When you said you've already had a conversation, can you tell me what worked well in the one you've already had? Uh, what worked well for me, I was really clear with um, understanding what my goal was of the conversation. And the goal was, you know, we need to take best care of the kids and stop uh, stop the spread of the virus. So we need to work out how can we best care for our kids um, during this isolation. And mm. so having that was really clear and it was nice as well because I noticed a couple of times when it could have potentially got a bit hairy that I just thought, hang on, what's the goal here? Yeah. So I guess already, if you go advice that I didn't give you, one was that you, you had the goal in mind all the time and went back to the goal. So there's really great advice about um, co-parenting mm. and to make it goal-focused rather than problem-focused mm -hmm. or an emotional reaction. Mm. Goals, as we've said before on um, calls before, that goals take it out of that problem and that drama. Mm -hmm. And you already did that and it guided your conversation. Mm -hmm. Now, Selena, I'm curious as to did you have the goal or did you both share in the goal? Um, I think, I mean, it was definitely my goal. I think I might have communicated that at the beginning. So you had thought about it before the call. Mm -hmm. with your ex-partner, you communicated it up front mm -hmm. and that set the scene mm -hmm. for how the conversation was going to go. Mm -hmm. um, did you use the language goal? No. Or did you use that? Yeah. So what language did you use so it felt, I guess, relational? Um, I think I said something along the lines of what's really important here is that we um, look after the kids in isolation and try and prevent any infection. Beautiful. So what you've done there is you used we. Mm -hmm. what, what is important for us is we. So mm -hmm. you're starting to, your communication was team right up front. So it was goal focused and team focused. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't formal like a, a coaching. Mm -hmm. So there's no uh, resistance to it yeah. because it was a, really good positive conversation yeah should okay. i just also note to anyone who's listening right now that i had spoken to you the day before my conversation so okay and we're level-headed and grounded with okay what i was going to say 
Beautiful. So there's one, uh, there's another tip in, in terms of advice was that your emotional state was calm and grounded mm-hmm. before even having the conversation. Mm-hmm. You also prepared your conversation, prepared in terms of simply what do I want to get from the situation mm-hmm. for the children mm-hmm. and how can I explain that to my ex up front? Yeah. So this is really good tips as I said coaching has the um the expertise is already in the person Mm. um so Selena what else worked well Uh, being calm and grounded preparing the conversation mentioning the outcome up front and talking we what else worked for you in your conversation if anything I think that was it hmm Oh, I did ask, um, are you being careful with hygiene? Are you um, abiding by what um, everyone's suggesting, hand cleaning and all of that? And he was and is. And so that was great. Yeah. So great on his behalf that I had a lot of security around that. Yeah. And what you did there rather than, give him the guidelines and say, you must do. There's another tip. You you asked a question about it from curiosity and mm. then got reassured. And he probably felt, I, I mean, we can't speak to someone else, but mm. they probably felt um, heard and acknowledged and, uh, and a part of the team because mm. they're doing their part mm. uh, for the children as well. Yeah. So another great, yeah, another great tip. Yeah. Anything else that you found? worked in the conversation um there were points where i thought this could go (laughs) either way (laughs) and um i really just dealt with what was um being brought to the table right now i just said you know we don't need to worry about that scenario or that scenario exactly so and that's there's another tip of Keep it in a here and now conversation. What are we talking about here and now in this conversation to get mm-hmm. that outcome? And then in the short term, what are we going to do as a team to mm-hmm. keep the children safe? Mm-hmm. Um, and and being able to make sure that that happens. So you guided the conversation into something that was going to be useful for both mm-hmm. of you yeah. and the children. Yeah. Okay. Anything else that you can think of that worked? So, Selena, can you now summarise those in five points? What were started writing them down, actually. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, yeah, it was to have a goal of the outcome, um, to be calm and grounded before the conversation, um, which is really important, especially if you're speaking with an ex. I keep it in the here and now. Um, um, asked, got curious about what they were doing. Um, with their hygiene rather than telling them what to do. Could you tell me what others are finding challenging about this situation? What would be common challenges? Common challenges are when I feel that it's not a team conversation about Mm -hmm. what we are doing. It's about, it's very one-sided on what one person will do. Um, there's also a conflict of interest in how to maintain their um, 
hygiene and, you know, abiding by the... Yeah, okay. So it sounds there that there hasn't been any we mm -hmm. in the conversations. Mm -hmm. There's no sense of team. Mm -hmm. uh, communication, it sounds like communication at any time hasn't been great Mm -hmm. already before mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. and so if it hasn't been great at other times this with a more stressful situation mm -hmm. will be more challenging mm -hmm. um and then yes the uh additional partners um because that's now perhaps for people's opinions and perspectives mm -hmm. and we know in any team the more players we've got the more difficult it is to gain mm. agreement. Mm. Um, so, and the other uh, one you said was, there was another challenge. So, do you remember what it was? Oh, yeah. the habits, what they've chosen to do. Yeah. So it sounds to me that, yeah, the tips that were make sure you're calm and grounded to have the conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, make sure the conversation is verbal, whether yeah. it's phone or or what or face-to-face uh, mm -hmm. -face mm -hmm. and possibly social uh, distancing it might not be face-to-face -face, who knows but to ask these people to have a face-to-face -face or verbal conversation it's important to think about what they want to get out of the conversation mm -hmm. is important mm -hmm. communicate that up front and perhaps if they've done our program or listen do that mindfulness exercise the breathing so that the calm Mm. and grounded and solution focused before it mm. um, so and and there was another one to say let's us talk about what we're going to do with our children mm. and we get that agreement and mm. then whatever you do with your partner or whatever your partner's doing that's up to you to decide mm. Mm. but we need to get agreement about mm. what we're going to do i thought it was also lovely that you shared about your exes you really listen for any um in neuroscience we call it threat response or any resistance or mm. any fear mm. that's coming up you heard it mm. so that's where you won't hear it unless you're calm and grounded yourself mm. you can't hear someone else's concern mm. but because you were in that calm grounded uh state mm. you could hear fear and yeah. go okay what, what might he be fearful about i'll calm that down and i saw that a lot in a lot of the facebook groups as well just fear people being really provoked. Yes. I think we've given lots of great tips there. I guess the challenge that we haven't addressed in our conversation was when the person, when your ex is going to choose to do something with the children that you're not really happy with. Mm, yes, exactly. Um, and how do we uh, support them? And I guess what I, whilst your behaviours may be different, I guess it's listening to what they're going to do and will it still achieve the goal? Mm. It might be different to you, but will it keep the children safe? Mm. Will it keep family members and elder, older or vulnerable people safe? Have we got this common goal? Mm. Uh, us and our ex to say, this is what we're going to do. So every time you put your practices forward or your partner does, ex-partner, and it's different to yours, you, I guess you need to put it through the filter, will it keep my children safe? Mm. Will it keep our community safe? Mm. Even though it's different. And what if they and feel I, no? 
I guess it's asking that question because I thought you did a great job in your conversation with your ex. You didn't tell them. You didn't say that won't keep them safe. Mm. You asked, what are you doing? Mm. And you just asked the question of the ex to say, can you let tell me how you think that's going to get our goal, that mm. it's going to keep our children safe and keep the community safe. Can you explain that to yeah. me? But I guess that's where a lot of people are having the hassle is because the other parent is maybe letting the kids out and not staying at home um, and being dangerous in their behaviour. Okay. Um, so I think it, the first one is have the goal, see if they've got the same goal because perhaps mm. they haven't even got the same goal up mm. front mm. and then the behaviours are different. Mm. So then it's um, for us to, and I guess, Selena, is, has there ever been a time, and I know this is more personal, but has there been a time when you didn't think uh, your ex or your ex didn't think you were keeping them safe? So how do you navigate that because my suggestion would be what do you do when you don't trust your part ex-partner to keep them safe and do you then say I am really concerned that the children aren't safe so I, they will stay with me I don't know mm. uh, what do you what do you think is going to work there because that that would be my primal need if mm. my partner wasn't going to guarantee me their safety and we didn't have the same goal mm. I would or be even suggesting if, you know it's um yeah like your maybe your kids are safe but maybe your partner's bringing in kids who um to come and stay with you and you don't think that they're abiding by the rules so you don't want them infecting in your house as well that was a, a thing that came up I guess what it would come down to, if that was the case, if I really felt other people's people, if other people were coming into my house and I thought that they were going to threaten my kids, um, then I would say no, then that, you know, in during this time and that can't happen. We can Zoom, we can chat, we can do other things or, and then if that's still not an option, okay, the kids come into the house, they get all their clothes off, they change immediately, they wash their hands and they um, practice really good hygiene at your house. And mm. that's all you can do in that scenario. And then try and teach the kids why this is so important. This is really important. Yes. Yes. So I guess it's back to that circle of control of what have you got control over mm -hmm. is when they return, mm -hmm. what's the practices you have. Mm -hmm. The other is to educate the children so that no matter where they are, mm -hmm. they, not, they can take responsibility for their behaviour and mm -hmm. their practices. Yeah. And I think as things get clearer from the guidelines we're getting from the government too, I notice when they say, only two people are, can be together mm. rather than before. It was quite complicated social distancing. What does that mean? Whereas if you say two of you can connect and you don't have visitors in the house. Mm. Um, so I think the clearer the guidelines, because to me it then becomes a legal thing. It's a bit like you wouldn't give your child alcohol. Mm. It, it's unsafe mm. and it's illegal. Mm -hmm. So therefore in this case, what is unsafe and what is illegal mm. and as the guidelines are much more specific it's saying i want you to follow 
mm. the guidelines that we've been given by the government. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And be really clear what they are and write them out, stick them up on a, on a fridge and just keep re educating the kids about it. Yeah. So I guess that's the piece of that piece of how do we, when we can't, we have to agree to disagree. So mm. how can we give the control mm. back to the children? Yeah. Trust yeah. them yeah. in that. And I guess it depends how old, but it, it's incredible how little, little children can challenge their parents. <laughs> <laughs> and I meant that in a good way. Yeah. Because I was uh, thinking about my granddaughter says to her father, Daddy, you have to talk to mummy if they're having some silent treatment. So she's telling them what to do and she's too. So I'm sure these children, no matter what age, mm. are being really educated in mm. safe practice. Yeah. And maybe they're the educators of their parents. Yeah. Selena, do you think we have covered it because we were really concerned you're, you've had success already and mm. we've given those tips. Do you think we've covered it well for others? And I guess we won't know till people have listened to us and tried mm. it. Yeah. And if, if, I guess, if we haven't covered it for them because their circumstances are different, that's when they can book a coaching call and Absolutely. see if we can find the strategies for their particular situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. And I think, um, can we, is there uh, some way of making it finishing light? Because it feels quite heavy, doesn't it, this topic? Uh, yeah, it does. I, okay, let's. Well, you're the, the queen of light and fun. <sighs> but I guess in this one you're saying, well, it's actually not, it's serious. It's really serious. What I'm finding is the sickness is the virus is really serious. Schoolwork isn't. Oh, for so, sure. Um, my kids have, in a, a roundabout way, done a bit of a timetable. They did a bit of work today, bit of a piano play, lots of laughter going on and around. And I just call this, ah, oh, this is just transition. We're just trans. We, we don't know what we're doing. And I'm, yeah, this is light and fun, the, yes. the house, and, I mean, and it's nice because, yes. you know, you're not going to have visitors over, so your house is getting messier <laughs> and messier and kids are eating out of house and home, but there's lots of really good, beautiful things about it. The virus is, is the serious stuff. So Yes, and I think that's lovely about lots of love, opportunity for lots of love, lots of light, lots of laughter. Mm. And somehow when we're getting calm and grounded to come and have the conversation, maybe it's tapping into that yeah. and maybe even putting that in. Yes, it's serious, but we, we can mm. have love, light and laughter. Mm. And perhaps it's going to be a really great opportunity for great communication for exes going forward anyhow yeah had success at this one yeah hmm. yeah because I mean I do have a, I mean my kids give, gave me a little elbow pump today because I'd had a conversation with my ex without having an argument like it was <laughs> yeah wow, and, he, <laughs> and that's what we're talking about we're talking about conversation we're talking about communication and we're role modeling that for the children if it can be successful yeah they're learning that's better than learning sometimes tables while they're home yeah 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 so no it was all it was all good yeah 
Well, we'll finish that up. And yes, if you have any queries about your situation and you want to speak to Marianne directly about it, and we can help you out, um, just we'll put a link in the comments below or around somewhere here for you to register a call with us. And please uh, take us up on this because we're all in this together. We're really here to help out and help you. And um, and yeah, we're deeply passionate about having better conversations with everyone. Thanks. Thanks, Marianne. Thank you. Always. <laughs> and it does look so much better with you 